You're listening to the Functional Fertility Podcast, and I'm your host, Kiara Orbe, Functional Fertility Nutritionist. This podcast is dedicated to optimizing your fertility using real intentional nourishment through nutrition and lifestyle choices. Each week, you'll find practical steps through conversations with health experts in this space or solo episodes from me helping you get closer to creating your family. Everything shared on the podcast is rooted in love and science and is meant to help you cut through fertility myths so you can take control of your fertility journey while having fun doing so. And if anything resonates with you, please feel free to leave a five-star review and rating so that we can continue having incredible guests on the show. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Well, hello, hello, Functional Fertility fam. Thanks so much for joining me on another episode. I am so honored that you guys take the time out of your day to give me a listen, hear my voice. It's still so weird. Um, With that being said, I want to make sure that all the content I am sharing with you guys is of value and I'm actually giving you guys things that you want to listen to. So I'm always open to requests and especially ones that I keep getting repeatedly asked about, but I think we have a good queue going, but if you guys have any requests, feel free to pop into my DMs and I'd be happy to take your topics into consideration. But today I want to talk about how to heal your body post birth control if you're trying to conceive in the future. Now, I do have a lesson inside of period restoration, really going deeper into this topic, but I wanted to give you guys just a little like sneak peek, if you will, a little preview into the lesson. Um, So yeah, that is pretty much it. So today we're going to talk about our ex, (laughs) our ex best friend birth control. if you're here, maybe maybe you didn't experience any side effects like that are visible to the body um, when you are were on birth control and now you're off of it and it's fine, but you know that you just want to um, prepare for pregnancy or maybe you had a different experience and you had a lot of side effects and you know that conception is something that you do want to achieve later on in life. So here you are trying to do the right thing, restore nutrients and making sure that your body is well taken care of before enduring such a stressful event, yet beautiful event, such as pregnancy. And you want to make sure that you have a healthy baby, healthy postpartum recovery, so on and so forth. So I know so many women are either on the pill or some form of hormonal contraception, contraception, which prevents ovulation and are actually fearful of coming off of the pill because of the horror stories they may have seen of or heard of. The problem with the pill is that most women are on it because they want to prevent pregnancy, but because they were having menstrual cramps and acne and hormone imbalances, PCOS, endometriosis, depression, anxiety, mood swings, or irregular periods. Your gynecologist then prescribed you the pill and assured you that if this would help you eliminate these symptoms, 
but never informed you of the serious side effects that could take place. And unfortunately, as you have guessed by now, the pill is only a band-aid for these symptoms and only suppresses them further for them to explode later on down the road. The band-aid will rupture eventually, guys. Now, for the purpose of this episode, I, I do realize that I've been mentioning the pill. I'm just referring to like all general birth control. The symptoms or the side effects are all pretty much the same. Um, so you'll hear me saying the pill, but that can just kind of be a, a general category for all birth control. So your doctor may have your best interest in mind. And I think it's important to work with a trusted health professional. However, many doctors view the birth control pill as some sort of like magic pill that'll help your pa their patients reduce or eliminate symptoms and ignore the short-term and long-term health consequences on women's bodies. So here are some potential side effects of the pill if you're not aware of them already. The pill puts you at an increased risk for heart attacks, autoimmunity, thyroid issues, diabetes, cancers, strokes, blood clots, and adrenal disorders because it depletes you of essential nutrients necessary for functioning metabolism. Long-term use seriously impairs gut health as well and further leading to an increased risk of digestive issues like IBS, IBD, etc. So let's break down how the pill actually works. The pill is a type of contraception that suppresses ovulation, which means it forces you to have a bleed every month. We call this a pill bleed, but this is not, I repeat, this is not a real period. I speak to so many of my clients who think they are having a period while on birth control this is not a real period. The pill shuts down your ovaries every month and that turns off your hormones while also flooding your body with synthetic hormones. But that is not what your doctor is going to tell you when you're in the office, nor will they tell you about the uh, inserts that come with the, the listed side effects of the prescription medication. Here are some common myths about birth control. The pill will regulate or balance your hormones. The pill will regulate your period. The pill will help your depression and anxiety. It'll clear your skin. It'll give you bigger boobs. But we are not asking the most important question as to why these symptoms are present in the first place. We have to stop normalizing these methods. I speak to dozens and dozens of women guys who start to experience symptoms such as headaches, low libido, vaginal dryness, chronic bacterial yeast infections, um, painful sex, breast tenderness, bleeding between periods, nausea and bloating, hormonal changes, moodiness, skin issues, hair growth or reduction, appetite changes, and vitamin and mineral deficiencies after getting on the pill. And some women actually do choose to ignore them and stay on them because they really don't care and want to avoid pregnancy. Or maybe they've been told that those symptoms are actually completely normal while being on the pill. For me, I personally got off the pill right away because the symptoms it gave me were scary. It put me into a deep depression after being on it for just a short month. I gained 10 pounds in that month. And I suffered from yeast infections from what felt like every single week while I was on the pill. So if this resonates with you, maybe it's time for you to get off the pill. Maybe you're ready to get off of the pill. 
stopping birth control should ultimately be your own decision based off of informed consent. And if you are ready, be prepared for any symptoms to return that were present prior to getting on the pill. Because again, the pill serves as a Band-Aid. So you covered up all of those symptoms, those wounds. They were bleeding, but you just put a Band-Aid on it for now. And now the Band-Aid is going to fall off because the blood is now gushing. Stopping birth control um, can lead to post-birth control syndrome, but you can try your best to mitigate some of these symptoms by beginning to lay out foundations prior to getting off of a pill for two to three months. Now, you need to immediately start supporting your body with diet, lifestyle, and targeted supplementation later on down the road. You also need to have a backup in place uh, to prevent pregnancy if you are trying to prevent pregnancy right now while you're restoring your body in order to achieve whatever optimal health is these days um, prior to actually conceiving. Like when you start to see your health markers improve and you feel good and you feel good about you know, having a baby at that time, that can take some time. I usually recommend that a preconception phase should be at least a year long, but sometimes that doesn't always happen. And sometimes life happens and sometimes you want to have a baby sooner. Um, if you're coming from a different background, such as being a plant-based vegan, you know, that could take a little bit more time to restore nutrients. Everyone's body is going to respond completely different than the next person beside them. So it's important to not compare your journey to anyone else's and really just focus on your metabolic markers and how they're improving. Um, so if you are trying to conceive in the near future, I would start taking these measures now and give your body, like I said, a solid year to prepare for pregnancy at the bare minimum. If you are on birth control for years and years and years, I would aim for longer, um, such as five years, <laughs> but I know that's, that sounds like a really long time, but I think the sooner we begin to restore the body, um, you know, the sooner we can have babies, but also understanding that this is going to impact generations, not just your own children, but also our own grandchildren. So we really need to take this seriously. So some of the side effects that you can experience after stopping the pill, um, I'll run through them very quickly. You might have all of these. You may have some of these. You may have none of these. Like I said, everyone is totally different. And depending on the underlying imbalances they had prior to getting on the pill, these symptoms may vary. Acne, migraines, recent hair loss, frequent headaches, heavier painful periods, a missing period, infertility, bloat and gas, changes in bowel pattern, anxiety and depression, um, high blood sugar, thyroid issues. So like I said, all of that can vary from person to person. Some people have all of them. Some people don't. Some people have some of them. It's, I'm not really sure why that is, but it's just, it is the way it is. So let's now dive into some basic things that you can begin doing to restore balance in your body post birth control. I will always recommend guys that you work with a practitioner and do your own research. Don't just listen to what any nutritionist says online. Make sure that you do your due diligence. Like it's important to take control of your own health and not let anyone else um, really tell you what to do with your own body. Um, because then it just becomes like another doctor patient situation. If that's something that you came out of and weren't happy with, um, this whole journey of healing is not 
do this and feel better. It's like, do try this and let's see how your body responds. You know, um, if it really were that, that black and white, I think a lot of us would be symptom free by now. Um, and the truth of the matter is that we are exposed to an abundance of stressors in today's world. You guys hear me talk about this all the time, but electromagnetic chemical, um, physical, emotional, mental stress, it's all present and we've never been bombarded like this in our human existence. So it can take time. And I don't think we ever arrive at this healing destination. If you, if you know someone who is in perfect health, please send them my way so that I can know exactly what they do. (laughs) But, you know, I think when we receive messages from our body, whether it's digestive feeling a little tired, fatigued. Like it's never that we'll never not feel those symptoms again. It's like, oh, I'm feeling a little tired today. Let me hone in and just get curious about my symptoms and see what's been going on. Like, why is that symptom presenting itself? So anyway, (laughs) I do think it's important to work with someone because at least you have someone that is in your corner. You can talk to, they're there for you. They're holding space for you. They are giving you all of the knowledge and wisdom that they know and are putting it into your hands. And then you are just taking it and running with it and like stopping the research on your end. Um, I mean, not a hundred percent, like you can still look into things obviously, but I'm saying like, you don't have to spend hours and hours researching on Google, your symptoms and, um, feeling lost and confused and overwhelmed, at least for that time period, you can trust, put your trust in someone else that knows what they're doing and has been where you are and got themselves out of it. Um, and then maybe if a practitioner, um, resonates with you who can order lab work, um, I think that would be important too. If you are trying to conceive, if not, you can totally just start with the foundations. I don't think lab work is a hundred percent necessary. I personally wanted lab work because I wanted the validation. I wanted confirmation receipts. Like I had done all the groundwork. I had laid out my foundation. I was like, all right, you know, what, what's going on? Um, I just wanted more clues and it's important to not really stress about the data that you receive either. It's just information and you know, you just take it and run with it. Um, but if you are on a concept preconception journey, I think ordering lab work, that's something that I would personally do. Um, just see where things are beforehand and know what I need to do, get a clear roadmap and voila. So number one, first things first, guys, you got to address your diet. You got to address your diet. You got to remove all of the processed foods. You got to ditch the alcohol or at least limit it and know how to support your detoxification processes um, when you do consume alcohol and not overdo it. Um, it's important to eat healthy fats, carbohydrates, and proteins, not omitting any macronutrient from your diet, eating foods to support your liver and eating enough bioavailable animal protein, staying hydrated with minerals and prioritizing the dirty dozen list. I think we, um, we don't pay too much attention to this guy because it's like, well, at least I'm eating the vegetable or the the protein, whatever it is, but we're not prioritizing quality. And I don't know if that necessarily has to be your top priority, if this is all new to you, but if you've been in this space for a while, maybe it's time to do a little upgrade and maybe start purchasing locally. Maybe start looking into farmer's markets, maybe knowing what's in season, prioritizing the dirty dozen list that is going to consist of the 
produce that is heavily sprayed with pesticides, aka glyphosate, that is um, a patented antibiotic and Roundup weed killer. And I know I don't want that going into my baby. So paying attention to that when it when you're on your preconception journey. Number two, lifestyle. So I almost would go as far as to say that, you know, I think lifestyle comes first, then nutrition, because I mean, food is powerful. Don't get me wrong. Um, if I could, you know, give them a percentage, it would be 50, 50. But I think the hardest thing that I know, notice when I work with clients, when they try to go on a, a nutrition protocol, they do really well with food and they do really well with supplements. And this was me too, but the lifestyle habits were the hardest Part. And they are the hardest part. It's a constant practice, guys, moving your body on a regular basis, sleeping well and getting restorative sleep at that and removing toxins in your personal care and cleaning because we're so attached to our uh, Chanel or Dior or MAC makeup and we just can't seem to get rid of the Windex or whatever it is. Um, we can't stop getting our nails done on a weekly basis or our hair done every 12 weeks. Um, I get it, guys. And I think it's important to take it one step at a time, not doing everything at once. Oh, my God, I got to work out like three times this week. I got to make sure I'm in bed by nine o'clock and I got to ditch everything that's toxic in my house tonight. <laughs> I know it's so tempting to do that. I remember I felt the exact same way, you guys. When I was reading everything, it's, it's really shocking and it can be really scary to know that we are surrounded by these things. And to, to come to understand how important sleep is really like the number one lifestyle change you can make for your metabolism. Um, and then incorporating gentle movement and movement that's supportive to you. Um, I think it'll all just be a daily practice and it'll all come with time. And maybe you'll go through seasons where you're moving your body really well, or um, the next season you're not moving it so much. And you know, one month you're sleeping so well, but then, you know, big stressor comes and you're not sleeping so well right now. Like it'll never just be this linear path. It'll, it'll take you on winds and turns and bumps and you just have to embrace it all and have a good support system, um, on your side as well. Um, pooping daily is also going to be a part of that because we know how important, um, removing those excess spent hormones is for having optimal hormone balance. Um, so making sure that's taking place. I like to say like one to three snake bowel movements daily. Um, to, I don't know if this is TMI, but personally I go as soon as I wake up and I think having that immediate bowel response is healthy. Um, just kind of like evacuating the waste that you detoxed overnight. And then I personally go again after breakfast and then doesn't always happen, but maybe sometimes in the afternoon, um, just depends on the day. I, I don't really know what kind of triggers it. I haven't been able to pinpoint that, but, um, Pooping at least once daily is key. If you're not having a, a daily bowel movement and it's not clean and smooth, it's not um, like a three or four on the Bristol stool chart. <laughs> if you don't know what the Bristol stool chart is, Google it um, and see if you get that three or four on there. Then you have some work to do and that's okay. Not everyone does that and that's where I was and I thought it was normal until I learned it wasn't. 
consider sauna use if you are that far in your journey. Um, some, what is it? Oh my gosh, why am I blanking out? Infrared sauna. <laughs> Infrared sauna use could be really helpful and just moving toxins and sweating things out. But maybe that's not for you, especially if your nervous system isn't equipped to handle an infrared sauna use, use, then that's okay. It's not a must, but it is nice. Um, same with the castor oil pack. I love my castor oil packs and I personally do them once a week, but, um, I'm not like attached to my castor oil packs. Like I would be fine without my castor oil packs because I know that's not a foundation. That's kind of just like a, a cherry on top, if you will. Ditching the plastics, um, is really important because we don't want to, um, transfer more toxins to our baby. So, um, like your, your Ziploc bags and water bottles, um, your, your Tupperware, things like that. Just, you know, slow, gentle swaps, maybe swapping out your Tupperware set for a brand new Tupperware set, um, from Costco and starting there. Improve your perception of stress is going to be the last lifestyle recommendation. I talk about this in module six of period restoration because I want you guys to understand that stress is inevitable. Again, we have been exposed to an abundance of stress today, but we it's important to not react to a um, a phone call the way we would um, as a saber tooth tiger or the way we would to a saber tooth tiger. So having that life or death response to a phone call is going to create a lot of um, psychological stress, unnecessary stress, and that can definitely um, do a number on your hormones, your sex hormones. So that, again, I talk about in module six, a period restoration, give you guys a nice healing toolkit. Um, all right, now moving on to supplements. This is number three, because supplements can be helpful guys. They can get us to where we need to be a lot faster. However, I think the supplements that I do start to use with clients are going to be food-based or just really gentle forms of supplementation, such as magnesium baths and oils, eating my beef liver, whether I'm eating it, taking it raw, frozen, or if I'm doing liver capsules, um, collagen and gelatin, I do consider supplements. They should be used as supplements and not the bulk of our protein intake because it's not a complete protein. It's really just amino acids. So, um, yeah, I do love them. I love my gelatin gummies every single day, collagen in my adrenal cocktail, um, daily raw carrot salad is going to be a nice supplement and helping with gut health, um, whole food, vitamin C, um, there are your, your fruits and, um, your fruit juices and camu camu powders and also roll the cherry powders. Um, there's also like some capsules as well, but personally, I just get my whole food vitamin C, um, through my fruits. Um, oysters are a really nice source of copper and zinc. And I think I would eat oysters like every single week, like I'm doing already. If I am trying to conceive in the near future, but some women choose to not eat. This is going to be an, an entire different episode, um, on functional, the functional fertility podcast, talking about, um, any prenatal or pregnancy foods that need to be omitted from someone's diet. So stay tuned. But, um, 
that is pretty much it guys short and sweet just little tidbits coming to your ears every single tuesday i did want to leave you with some resources to tap into while you come um get off of birth control so the first resource is going to be beyond the pill by dr jolene brighton period repair manual by dr lara brighton um taking charge of your fertility by tony weschler and the fifth vital sign by Lisa Hendrickson Jack. She also has her Instagram account, Fertility Friday, and the Fertility Friday podcast, which I started listening to years ago. I love it so much. She's amazing. So I hope you found today's episode helpful while you embark on your preconception journey. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Hey guys, before you go, I did want to share a little bit about what's going on behind the scenes at Kiara Marie Wellness in case you're like, where the heck has Kiara been? What has she been up to? Well, I wanted to tell you now so that you're in the know. So you may have noticed that I have shifted towards this fertility focus in the last month or so. There has been so much going on behind the scenes, guys. We've been building a course. We've been building a website. When I say we, my wonderful assistant, Rebecca, and I have been doing so, so much behind the scenes. And I've been really like just laying off of social media, laying low, um, because honestly, there just hasn't been time to really be on there. And I appreciate you guys sticking around and just hanging tight with me as we get things situated and we um, plan things out for the rest of the year. So um, we have the podcast. You guys will continue getting weekly episodes in your queue from the Functional Fertility Podcast. Um, and we also have Instagram as a as a plat or as a tool in our toolkit, um, leading you to the website. The goal of everything is to lead you to the website where everything is on there. You can find things about me. You can find um, links to the podcast. You can find links to the courses, um, and ways to work with me. So I get a ton of DMs about like do you do HTMA calls? Like, can you review this hair tissue mineral analysis with me? Or like, are you taking any new clients right now? Um, as I get deeper into this work, I realize that all the labs, everything really comes back down to the foundations. Always. It's always, always, always going to come back down to the foundations that I learned as a nutritional therapy practitioner without the use of lab work. I totally get wanting to get labs done. I'm a huge fan of um, ordering labs. I love hair tissue mineral analysis testing, Fulmonte testing, and really just getting more clues. That's all it is. More data, more information. They're not diagnostic tests. There's no diagnosing of any kind, Um, but it's just more information and it can be helpful. But I really want to start using my energy towards enhancing the courses where you can find all of those foundations um, that are done at your own pace. You have all the tools that I give my VIP clients, of course, without the accountability and support, but inside of the Nourish Method, you do get access to a private Facebook community. Inside of Period Restoration, you have your own course workbook, your five-day meal plan. You have so much to really help you alongside in your journey. Now, these are, again, just tools, and I totally get wanting to work one-on-one with a practitioner, which is why I'm still offering it. There's just an investment, and I do like to make the the courses, or at least one of the courses, um, a prerequisite before working with me one-on-one so that you have a solid understanding of the foundation. You've been doing those for quite some time, and then all you're really looking to do inside of a, a one-on-one container is have more accountability, have more support, 
being able to lean on someone and ask them questions and running lab tests. But I am actually trying to work up a program at the end of the year or beginning of next year. Um, It's called Nourished Mama, and I'm so excited about it. It's a preconception program in a group setting where we order hair tissue mineral analysis testing. Um, It's much less like one-on-one support. You do get one-on-one support inside, but it's more of like a a group setting with live calls, Slack support, etc. So more to come on that, but yeah. It's not that I'm fully stepping away from one-on-one work. I just feel like there is a lot of knowledge and wisdom and tools inside of my courses and programs to come. So that's kind of what I want to lead you guys to. Um, I still love one-on-one work. I don't you guys think I don't. I love it so much. And I've built beautiful connections with so many women from across the globe. And I'm really grateful for that. Um, I just, I know that we can reach more women by, you know, offering these courses and programs and such. So yeah, I think that's pretty much what we are doing for now at Kiara Wellness. I appreciate you guys sticking around. And if you have any questions about working with me, um, be sure to always check the website first to see if you get your answer uh, there. Or if you need more assistance, feel free to reach out to support at Kiara Marie Wellness. But I will talk to you guys next time.